Well, hello everyone. This is Cynthia Borslino with Beloved Unveiled. I'm so excited to be here today. I have a special guest. He is a young man of 17, and I've known him since the day, probably, probably within the first week that he was born, I think, I, I met you. Um, and I knew when I held him, he was a little old soul. And we've had so many encounters with the Lord throughout the years with him and his family. He has two brothers. I'll let him share a little bit more about himself. But I first want to tell you, when he was four, he uh, shared something with his mom that was so amazing um, of his encounter of who, you know, where he wanted to be with God. So I'm going to play a little clip for you from his mother, who is Sheila. And um these are the Johnson family. So it's Sheila and Carl Johnson who've been friends of us for years. And who's with us today is Lake Johnson. And I'm just so excited to be able to have a conversation with him and to share you how God's unveiled himself to this young man. How old was Lake at the and time? Video, that's what I was trying to remember. He he was probably four. Yeah. What was he saying to you? He said, he said, Mama, I, you know, I can't wait to go back and be with God again. You know, like, you know, like I was before I, he put me here and I said, wait, tell me about that. And he said, you know, you know how we were with him before he then decided to have us live here for a while. I want to go back and be with him again because that was really good. Oh my gosh. I know. I and love so that. I was like constantly with like writing this stuff down. So anyway, after listening to Sheila sharing about this awesome four-year-old when he was four years old and knowing that he came from a special place that God brought him here. I, I'm just so excited to be able to share Lake Johnson with everyone to hear his story. Lake, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? So great to have you here. It is great to be here. You're like one of my favorite young men and you know, I've just, you're, well, you're, all of your family is just amazing. Let's start out with, I know over the years and there, there's things that you've encountered and shared um, with me before, but every time I would come and visit y'all, you would come running up to me and always had something to tell me about dreams or stories, or you would create art that you would have pictures. Do you remember the one time when I came out there and you said there were, there was a gateway? Do you remember that one with the angels and the gate and you want me to draw well, the house pictures? was that at? Yes, the one out yeah, on the, the off of awesome. eighteen twenty six. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that. I don't. Ne I don't necessarily remember telling you about it. You but drew I do, a picture. I remember drawing a picture, but I don't remember. I think I. I mean, I must have showed you, obviously, but yes. I don't remember that moment. But I do remember if this is the same time walking out the front door when I was like six. Uh, yeah, you're pretty young. Yeah, six mm -hmm. or seven, and you know, Jesus on a throne and a bunch of angels just in my front yard. So I drew a picture of it, and then that was relatively normal in my six year old mind. <laughs> but, can you, you can go. you share other stories? So for you, do you remember what that seeing that picture or how you shared it that what that meant to you? I mean, we've kind of my family's definitely grown up very aware of like spiritual warfare and very and spiritual being able to you know see in the spirit and everything else. So that was I've never been surprised or or scared or freaked out of anything like that or that side of the world. So we yeah I grew up with very close encounters with you know demons or angels or anything else. So that was that was pretty normal to experience spiritual things. So I've had, honestly, yeah, I've just grown up like that. So there's been kind of more than I can count at this point, but that was definitely one of the first times I was in a, you know, I was, I was blown away in a, in a good way because I yeah. remember, I remember seeing like going out, you know, after school or whatever and being in restaurants and then seeing me like, well, you know, why is that person wearing a mask or anything weird? And it was before like, masks were out, right? Yeah. There, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there's before a spiritual COVID. mask. Yeah. Pre COVID when I, yeah, yeah pre COVID, yeah. but I remember seeing people like, or, you know, seeing 
people not be themselves or, you know, looking at, you know, seeing creepy things. And then that was probably one of the first times I was kind of blown away with like the good side of it, like seeing actually, you know, angels and like the beauty and everything. So that was, that was a, that was an important, that was an important one. I remember definitely seeing that. And that was kind of when we first moved in a little bit and I was still unsure of, you know, the house and everything. And we had some weird experiences that house before we, before we, you know, cleanse the property and everything like that. And so that was kind of reassuring to me as a little kid walking outside and you mean, Oh, there's Jesus on a throne. So see, now I love that. Yeah. Before I came out that day, the night before I had had a dream and that's when the Lord was really teaching me about the, um, going into the heavenly courts of heaven. Mm -hmm. God had kind of used that in a a lot to show me and teach me how to take back what was stolen from me. And that Jesus is sits on the throne. Like, like he really, like we, we have all authority and so I had had a dream where um, the demonic was lined up and God was pushing me to go and take mm-hmm. back. And I didn't want to take it back. And then he kept saying, Jesus is on the throne. Like, yeah. you have every authority to take it back. And I was kind of scared and I didn't want to go. I remember going back to take back my innocence, to take back chastity, to take back uh, love because it was stolen and um, that I was no longer abandoned and all that stuff. And so when I went out there to see you and you were drawing that and telling me what you saw, it was like you were drawing my dream. Mm-hmm. Like I had visions of all that. And so I remember oh. seeing rows of angels and everything else. Yes. So that's, yeah. You were telling me the angels were there. It was like, yeah. and we can go anytime. Like the, yeah. the gate's open. The, 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 the doors, you know, the gateway is open. Yeah. Why, aren't, why aren't we going? Why aren't we going? God wants us to go. So it was, it was just so exciting. I just, I love that. Can you share any other... Like, what was one of, is there some, I'm sure some of them have been very impactful to you, but one mm-hmm. that really stands out? I'm, well, good or bad, because <laughs> there's been, I mean, well, there's been a lot. Well, just unveiling God, who he is, in okay. a way, because we want to unveil, like, this whole thing is about unveiling yeah. God, who he really is, and his goodness. So, mm-hmm. for you, like... I think, actually, it was very recent. It was last Christmas. I think it was New Year's night or something, like, around there. It was right after Christmas time last year. They, I, I had family over and everything. It was just a normal day, but then I, I have you know, I dream. That's my, that's my, I guess my main like spiritual gift. That's how I, you know, communicate like the majority of time with, I went to bed that night. I prayed before I just, you know, was like, God, it was a couple of days before. And I said, I was walking around the property and I was like, well, if I am supposed to show other people your love, I want to be able to, I want to be able to feel that first and understand it so that I don't misrepresent you or anything else. So I can share who you are, you know, so you, you can share who you are through me. And so I, a couple of days later, I went to bed and I had a dream and it was where it was just me and friends that don't exist, but it was just in the dream. And there was this girl that, you know, kind of faceless, but just in the, in my dream. And she, I was just absolutely obsessed with her. Just like, just not in like a weird way, but just like totally in love and just not just completely in love with her. I ended up going to like her house and we, and a bunch of people in my life and Ty, my brother and uh, some other just key people were in this big long table and she was at the head of the table and I was at the other head of the table and I was just literally, I didn't care about anybody else. Just stared at her the whole time Been just wasn't obsessed. And so we, at the time, at that table at the dinner or whatever it was, we, you know, talked about the next day we were going to move and get away from this place and get away from this town or whatever, you know, never come back. And so the next morning we all left and we went to this like, farm ish thing. It was this house in the middle of a bunch of wheat fields and we had goats. It was just goats and a bunch of pins that was next to the beach as well. And so I remember getting there and just never leaving that girl's side, holding her the whole time, like just like picking her up and like walking with her and just, I I would go, you know, milk 
the goats, if that's a you know thing, I would walk. I'd walk I mean, I'd, <laughs> I'd walk into well, the pen, um, and I just stared whole, whole the, like the whole time as I was you know milking the goats or whatever. There was a bunch of people working on that on this farm, but I just milking the goats, just staring at it, and just very obsessed, just totally in love, and never felt like that ever. And so I woke up. I was very confused because I was I, I was just like, why is like why you know why that is such a w- weird dream where I'm obsessed with a girl while milking goats like what is going on <laughs> and so i really prayed about it because i was kind of, i was like not very concerned obviously but i was just like this is that was there's there's dreams and then there's like dreams and so i was just like that's probably just a weird funky one i knew there was something to it because i was like i don't i was like i wish i knew that person in real life because i've you know i that girl i never felt anything like that i love that and so i ended up praying about it and it probably took three days before i god kind of showed that that was him and he was the girl. And that was a little bit mind blowing to me because I was like, well, you know, that's so rare to, for you to like, for me to experience him as a woman. And like, cause he, he revealed himself in such a weird, interesting way that it kind of changed my perception. Cause it's not just like, I'm not just in love with God. Cause he's also in love with me. And so that was a very huge thing. And so it was, it was very, yeah, it was just, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't very romantic at all, but it was just so genuine and 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 it was an amazing experience to just know that god's also in love with me and it's not just a one-way street that definitely changed the way i think about the lord that was that was definitely impactful and so then i kind of i have this a dream book where it was like uh, a christian author wrote this book about uh, unraveling what you know dreams mean and everything interpretation Mm -hmm. and so i went into it and i prayed and i was looking at the symbology of like the farm and the goats and everything and so I ended up going in and I was still praying about like my calling and everything else. After I found out that that was the Lord, I look into it. I find out that wheat fields, I think are like farming wheat fields are like a call to evangelism being next to like a beach. And I think there was a certain like way of being next to the beach was called to evangelism. And then it was goats were unbelievers as you know, I was went into this pen with surrounded Mm -hmm. by unbelievers, you know, goats just kept my eyes staring at the girl God the whole time and, you know, just in love and it wasn't about anything else, but I was just, you know, milking the goats and taking care of them. Well, that's pretty powerful because it's kind of saying that even when we go out and we want to share the love of Christ, if if we take our eyes off of him, we'll do it in our flesh and it doesn't bring life. You know, it talks about walking in our flesh brings death. It doesn't bring life, but being by the spirit. So that's a powerful, and I, and I love the fact that God meets us, each of us individually where we're at and the way he speaks and communicates to us. He knows what's going to get our attention, mm-hmm. especially for, you know, you know, we're called the bride of Christ. And for men or even young men, that might be a, a difficult way to look at it, but he does speak it. But then it's like how the Lord came in and showed you mm-hmm. himself that way. That's so beautiful. It was, yeah, it was pretty amazing. And, and then it was kind of a slap in the face too, because I was like, every little symbolism in the dream was just like wow. a call to you know, evangelism and, you know, unbelievers. And then I got, I was in the pen with them all. And so that was definitely, I think the most impactful because that was the most like recent, well, I guess a recent ish breakthrough, I guess, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That was definitely, it just kind of changed my perception of how the love of the father, I guess, and how he loves us. Mm -hmm. And so that was why it was more impactful as not necessarily as crazy as any other experience I had, but it was just very intimate and very cool. And one thing else I know about you is that um, you are starting your own company too, as well. I am, and that is actually that's actually why I prayed to you know to the Father a couple of days before because I'm starting a company called I Love You, 
and it's oh. and it's a clothing company. Well, it's a brand, but it's more message driven. And it's actually, yeah, it's about. It's not necessarily a Christian company because I was I've been going through that and I've been praying because I you know I was thinking how am I best going to be equipped to reach people, but also not turn people off to hearing and knowing who you are. So I've been going through this for years and years. I knew I love clothing and I knew I wanted to do something. And I've always said, I love you to people. I, a bunch, I embarrass my friends by it. I just, you know, the cashier at the grocery store, I'll say, you know, I love you as a walkway. And it's not like, it's just a kind of a silly thing. And it started like that, but then it more like more, and I mean, and more and more, it, I had like different experience with the people, like where people would laugh or, you know, get mad. Or I've had a girl at a coffee shop cry. Cause she's, that was the only, uh, the first person I've, that's ever told said, I love you to her. So that one was kind of the first time I was like, well, these words. Wait, isn't that Christ through you though? Yeah, like, I was like, I'm serious. Like that is, isn't that how he is with us? Yeah, definitely. And yes, that's why absolutely. I was blown away. Cause I was like, wow, this is, that's, oh. I love you is not, that's a very heavy thing to a lot of other people. To me, it's it means different, but to everybody it's a different, it carries a different weight. And so that's when I kind of started to pray about it more. And I went through a bunch of seasons with different ideas, I guess, for a company and everything else. And so I ended up thinking, okay, well, I want to reach you know people primarily my age because I felt like I've been called to do that. And so I I've tried tried the hey, can I pray for you route many times, and a lot I've found that most of the time they already have their preconceived judgments about Jesus or what Christianity is. And so to me, that's there's nothing wrong with that. But I want to be able to reach them as a peer in a way. And so I don't want to, I didn't want to come across like, Oh, I want to pray for you because there's something wrong with you or anything like that. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to pray, figure out how to reach people. And so God kind of just told me to lead by example. I don't necessarily have to go up to everybody and ask, can I pray Mm -hmm. for you or Jesus loves you? But if I just live righteously and live at the best that I can and show his character, people are going to be drawn to that. And so, and, and it definitely worked. And I've had many experiences where people are like, well, why do you, you know, why, why don't you do drugs? Like, why do you wait till marriage? And why do you do all these things? So, and it's, and then that's such an easy conversation to have from there because it's like, oh, well, this is what I believe. And then I talk to him about it. And so I love you was kind of the birth of my experience with God and about how he doesn't want us to, he doesn't want us to come from a judgmental place toward people that, that are living in sin or anything. He just, he wants us to just unconditionally love them and it's not our place to judge them that's his and so we we yeah we just need to love people and and show his character and so that's kind of what i love you means is just just broad kind of just everyone needs to kind of chill out a little bit just forget these opinions and that's the thing i've said is like i don't want to put opinions over people and i want to put people over opinions because like i don't care what your political beliefs are i don't care what your you know i don't care what if you do drugs necessarily it's just i want you know i want to show you that that doesn't that doesn't taint my view of who you are as a person. Right. That's kind of what it is. Is just basically just yeah, just uh, you know, loving people for being people. And I love you was a way to do that. And so it's just a simple little. I turn the eye upside down, so it looks like an exclamation point. And it's just handwritten and it says I love you. And that's that's the logo. It's hopefully going to be launched this year because COVID messed up a lot of manufacturing and everything. So yes, it is. Yeah, hopefully going to be up and running soon. That is definitely. The way I wanted to reach people is I figured, and I was like, you know, God, hopefully people that's, I don't feel like that's a message that a lot of people can hate on is just <laughs> loving people. So I was like, well, I hope that, you know, one person, even if it's one person that puts on that clothing and has, you know, and is goes into that mindset, has an intimate experience with you, whether it's, I mean, obviously I'm unapologetically Christian and I don't, if, if anyone knows that, that I run the company, but it's just 
I, if I, you know, if one person has that experience where they, you know, either put on the shirt or they understand the message and they look at life that way and then they realize, oh, wait a minute, that's, it's not human love because I'm not capable of that. That's kind of just, yeah, that's the message behind it. And that's what I want to spread. I'm trying and to in a way, started. and it's, it's a perfect, you know, just with, you know, the whole theme of Beloved Unveiled is having our beloved, our King, our Lord, our, you know, our God, our Creator being unveiled to us, allowing Him to unveil Himself to us, not us unveiling it to others through our own fleshly ways. But so I think it's a beautiful picture, even of the company that God's birthing through mm-hmm. you to share love. Like mm-hmm. that is so beautiful. I love that. I mean, I just and that's such a that to me that's so God. Yeah. You know, and I'm just excited about seeing it launched. And yeah, me maybe too. Put, and we'll put it out <laughs> as soon as you do. We'll put it out. You know, and um, help help support that as well. Just very grateful. Are there any any other last comments or anything you'd like to share about even how people can really you know what does it really take to know God the way He is not in our own what what do you think that takes if what do we need to do in order to allow him to unveil himself to us? Well, for me, that was kind of a hard lesson to learn because I thought I had to be perfect before I went to him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, yeah, I, I, I feel like if anyone, especially me, I, I struggled with basically trying to fix who I was before I went to him because I didn't feel like I could go to him when I was all messed up or, you know, living in sin. And so I was like, well, he's not, he's not going to reveal himself to me if I'm doing bad stuff or whatever. So that was my biggest thing is it's not just, I mean, I don't feel like it's not a checklist before you go to God. That's you right. just, you oh, just go to so him. Good. And yeah. so, yeah. And he'll reveal himself. And if you, you mean, you straight up, just ask him and that's having the conversation with him. Just yeah. ask that. Yeah. That is, that is so true. I love that because, you know, we come to him in our brokenness or in our, like sin, whatever preconceived ideas we have about ourselves, even because we really don't know ourselves that well. I love, I love that, that he's, um, yeah, just go ask, ask, say, I want, you know, I ask one of the things that I ask, you know, any of the people who are listening is to ask God each day, can you show me something new about you, God, today? Father God, can you show me something new about who you are today? Is there, and then think about, is there a question or something that you're questioning about who he is? Or you want to know more about that? You know, Do you want to know him as a deliverer? Do you want to know him as a healer? Do you want to know him as a provider? Is there some, and and something that I haven't shared too is like I I cried out to him. There was a situation that was happening, and I cried out to him, and I felt very kind of went back into driving, into delivering, not making a whole lot because of a job situation. I just started bawling. I pulled off, and I just started crying. Like I feel like I've gone backwards, you know, not forwards, because I always believe we go from glory to glory. Mm-hmm. And then God showed me. He's like, well, why aren't you? Um, why don't you go and bless every household you go to or who you deliver to, and just bless them, just speak life over them. And then I got a $600 tip for a $60 order. Funny how that works. <laughs> and I thought it was not real. I even kind of said, I think they, I think they put too many zeros in this. <laughs> and I went, and I went back and it was like, God saying, yeah, I'm your provider. Cause that's what he was showing me again. Yeah. It's like, Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Like, how can I forget that? Cause he's done that for us over the years so much. And, but yeah, so that's something that you just continue to ask. And I love it yeah. that you ask him and you want to know, and you're, you want to know how he can love through you, mm-hmm. not you loving others, but how he can love, show you his love to you that you can love others. Well, wow. mm-hmm. so beautiful. I love it. So any, any other last words? Cause I just love talking with you and I don't want to, <laughs> but I know we need to, but it's okay. Any uh, other last words? Not that, you know, not that I'm super aware of. Yeah. Just, I guess that thing I said is that that was the biggest struggle for me is just, yeah, trying to be perfect before I went to him. And obviously that's impossible even when you know him. So that was the thing I struggled with is trying to fix who I was before I went to the father instead of just being, you know, 
Hey, just be, yeah. be real, raw hey, and real, yeah. you know, just keep, keep being real with him and being authentic. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. Be authentic and don't, you don't, you don't have to cover up anything because he already knows everything about us. You know, yep. he already knows we're, right where we're at. So thank you so much. I hope to have you back again. Yeah, definitely absolutely. will. No problem. And I'm looking forward to that. Keep dreaming, keep oh, yeah. sharing, keep believing. Mm-hmm. And keep believing to be, um, let the Father unveil his love to each of us. Reach out to us. Let us know what the experiences you're having with uh, God and how he's unveiling himself to you. And we, we're all unique and beautifully and fearfully and wonderfully made. And I'm excited to hear more of how he unveils himself. And thank you for listening. Thank you.